It was against the wall. Scared. And my mom was there. Had that cold look in her eye. And she... She got her knife. It's okay. It's okay. We've heard enough. I'm sorry I couldn't help you. I'm sorry I wasted your time. You didn't. Welcome to Fear Me. Hi, I'm Kim. Stuart. And Scott. Welcome to the Fear Me podcast. This is episode 137. Keep climbing. Hello, everyone. Hello. 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 How are you guys doing tonight? Freezing our asses off here in Atlanta. Yeah, it's pretty chilly out there in Charlotte, too. There is a, yeah, there is like a a horizontal band of storms that's stretching from Dallas all the way through to Raleigh, I think, right now. So we're all getting a little bit of it today. Yeah. And it's just that nice, nasty, cold rain. Yeah. That's all it is. Not even fun of snow or anything. Yeah, I wouldn't even call it nice. Yeah. It's just miserable. it's nasty. Totally. And thunder. Lots and lots of thunder. We got a little snow. Isn't there... A southern, yeah, like a southern thing that if you hear thunder in the winter time, it's going to snow in the next couple of days or something. I have not heard that. Uh, it sounds like somebody had been drinking. <laughs> Possibly. Not we me. used to get thunder snow out in Oregon. Yep. Yeah, but it was actually snowing when it thundered. Hmm. Which I yes. always thought of it as like one of those big like uh, monster truck rally kind of things. Thunder snow. <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah. like, you know, followed by a grave digger. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Thunder snow. Thunder and then they snow. All, we also got, what we got, um, oh, what were the waves? Sneakers. Sneakers. Sneaker waves. Sneaker in, waves. In, <laughs> sneaker waves in Oregon. Because they were always warning people about walking on the beach, because all of a sudden you would just have a wave come up and carry people out to sea. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, that's delightful. Not because Nike is made out there. Right. It was and because Adidas. and Adidas. It was because they you had sneak attack waves that would just kind of jump up and I, I think thought, it was I thought maybe you were talking about, you know, like a social program out there that was giving shoes out to everybody. No. Yeah, it was <laughs> they do that too. It's the sneaker wave. Yeah. Free shoes for everybody. <laughs> People are just like guy gets run over, he's like covered in sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like I never should have come out today. Yeah. Damn, Damn it. Damn it. Nike, stop it. <laughs> You too, Adidas. Y'all are weird. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So what you drinking, Scott? Ah, uh, I am drinking a new one I found here called Hazy Sexy Cool IPA. Oh, that sounds like no, not you. No. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was like a, that was a put down. Was that a burn? That was, was a burn. Made burn. He's my brother-in-law. I'm allowed. Okay. Yes. It was who's, a burn. It, who's that made by? And the truth. Um. <laughs> it's a New England style IPA, hazy IPA. It's uh, it's it's really nice. It's a nice hazy IPA with a lot of citrus and and uh, you can almost cut it with a knife. Does it make Ooh. you feel sexy? It makes me feel cool. Actually, it makes me just feel hazy later on. 
looking forward to that. <laughs> what are you guys drinking? Uh, we have another one of the Cigar City Brewing, um, which is out of Tampa, Florida. This is Tokabago, Tokabaga, which is a red India pale ale. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a caramelly kind of IPA. It's good. I like it. It's just Bitter. a little bit. It's a little bit more sugary flavor to it. You know, like a little bit more mapley flavor. To yeah, it. maple. That's a good, good description. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, it's good. I, I I like some of their other ones a little bit better. It says it has blueberry and pine in it. Yeah, I think Cigar City Brewing is the one that I think teamed up with uh, Oscar Blues. Yeah. Oh, out of right. Asheville. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, it's actually malt. That's what I was trying to say. It's yes, probably a yeah. lot more malty yep. than your typical IPA. They have the, uh, is it uh, Goya Berry or something like that? And then they've got oh, like yeah. oh, the uh, right. Highlight okay, is the yeah. other one they make. I forgot. Yes. I was yeah, wondering why good. you were saying another cigar yeah. brewing. Yeah, you know what we should do? We should, we should go on a mead kick. Mm. That sounds terrible. Try some different meads. We That's were in Charleston and it was um, Savannah Honey company or something like that wasn't it the honeybee no savannah it was like a store savannah honey company they were the ones that because they make mead from honey Mm -hmm. and they had like a a honey mead tasting bar that you could go up there how come i didn't know about this i was just there because you were at that scammy soap place that was trying to sell you facials and stuff <laughs> well, you should have come and got me. Yeah, <laughs> I these would have guys had more would fun like there. accost women in the street and be like, "Would you like a piece of soap?" And they're like, "Oh, yeah, I'll take a piece of the. Oh, it smells so good. Oh, do you want a piece of plastic to wrap that up? Come on in here." <laughs> nice. And then they would be like, "Oh, let's do a facial." And they try to sell you a thousand dollar skin cream. Yeah. Yeah, and how'd that go? Not well for them. Ah, yeah. that's good. Yeah. But I got a free facial. So that was it was on Main so, Street in Charleston. Stu, you were saying you were trying the meads then? I didn't get to try them actually. No. Oh. This really is a conversation <laughs> not going anywhere very fast. Um, so but I was jealous because I wanted such to. a downer. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, was, I, I was really wanting to hear about why. Who we was the guy that tried meads. them? Not Carl. What was his name? Kurt. Yeah, Kurt was trying them. Kurt okay. came out, and they we were sitting there waiting for Kim, and Kurt. Like came out and he was like, "Oh yeah, they had some that were like eight, ten percent in there." I was like, eight, ten percent what?" And he was like, "Oh, we were doing mead t- tasting in there." I was like, "In the honey store?" <laughs> yeah, it was really good. I had like six different ones. I was like, "And you're like, why didn't you come get me?" Yeah, I was like, "What the hell?" So, anyways, maybe sometime in the future we'll do some mead. I'll be there in June for a triathlon. Mm. So, uh, anyways, so mead, huh? No, mead. Um. So okay, let's fine. Move on. Maybe I will do a mead. All right. The Walking Dead, Season 9, Episode 10. Oh, that's 10. right. That's what we're here for. Omega. Forgot. Alpha. Omega. And Alpha, yeah. Omega. And mm-hmm. what's the other guy? Beta? Beta. Delta? Beta. Mm-hmm. So, but is is there an Omega? Omega is the place where they... That's like the the restart the of the world, isn't it? Isn't that yeah, what they're supposed yeah. to... Circle. Right. Okay. I was but wondering, the, what... I mean, does Omega have any other meeting, meaning? I don't know. Meeting? Is it a is it a character? I guess is what I'm asking. No. Oh, okay. I for some reason thought there was two characters. That Alpha, Alpha and, and Omega. Beta. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Omega is the yes. new world. Yes, I got they're in. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is gotcha. what I think. Um, Which was another episode, the new world. Yeah. Well, that's what Lydia says during during the um after the Omega, we were stuck in a basement. Didn't she yeah. say that? 
I don't remember that. I'm not sure. But I know this is getting very complicated, a lot like our flashbacks. Um, Which were spectacularly awesome. Yeah, I uh, I thought this episode was great because of that. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I like, I don't, okay, I am not a fan of the flashback episodes. I usually like to see what's going on. Let's move the story forward. Mm-hmm. But um, this one was really good. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the backstory and what was going on. And I really liked the evolution of, of you know where you know uh, the backstory itself because mm-hmm. transformation it, it, of it yeah it kind of it in a way not as weird but it kind of reminded me like jacob's ladder mm-hmm. yeah. you ever yeah. seen that yeah. where mm-hmm. you don't really know what the reality is but you keep seeing like these little clues of the thing the story changing like the um, freaky face in the back of the car yeah well it? yeah i mean like uh the dad's beard yeah, being shaved Long off, beard, and then short also, beard. Yeah, and then all no of a sudden he had the beard Which again. was the real beard? And then you know she's tracing the tattoo on mom, and then she's actually tracing it on the dad. I I so. can't tell you how many people have texted me over the past twenty four hours saying, "What's up with the Walking Dead writers? Can't they figure out a storyline and get it right?" And I'm like, "You need to watch it again." Yeah, no, it was really, I thought it was very good, and uh, Kathy Bates exactly. did a really got good job as Alpha. Kathy Bates. What? <laughs> <laughs> Kathy Bates she would really, make a wicked alpha. She would have. <laughs> yeah. I, this actress reminded me a lot of her, though. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I, I honestly, I don't know who she is. Um, I mean, I heard them on the after show, whatever they're talking about her, like she's some big deal or something. But I, I'm pretty good at recognizing faces of actors that I've yeah. seen. I can recognize a face I've seen like years and years and years before, and I'll go, "Oh yeah, they were in Better Off Dead." Um, but <laughs> hers, I did not recognize. So evidently, I haven't watched what she's been in. Well, I didn't know that she was in Fantastic Beasts too, as yeah, well. I never not saw it. not number two, but as well. Um, she, she was British? the mean mom, huh? Is she British? This, she's British this too. Actress? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She's been in a lot of British movies. Um, Jane Eyre, um, uh, Queen Missed of Scots, it. I think. Missed I, it. I mean, I didn't know who she was I, either. I, I, I interrupted her. what you were saying. In Fantastic Beast, she was who? The Mean Mom. The Mean Mom. Mm-hmm. But she Luke was the was Mean also, Mom in this, too. She was, you're right. But uh, Luke was also in Fantastic Beast, so. Yes, I remember him. I don't I remember like, her. I know, he's very recognizable. But I like how they're, they can't, they, like The Wire, like they keep pulling people from the same show mm-hmm. and movies. It's well, like anyway. somebody just sits down and watches a movie and they're like, I want everybody on that cast to be on The Walking Dead. She she was really good in this and there were some awesome kind of chill moments, like give you chills mm-hmm. from her. Just even the mention of her from by Lydia. You don't want to mess with my mom. Yeah, I mean, that I thought that... I. I I thought that was the scariest part about her. I don't know if... I don't know. She hasn't made a really big impression on me yet, I guess. I'm not, you know... I don't know. I I guess she's pretty scary. Um, I guess we'll have to see. I thought her scariest moment, of course, was at the end. Um, yeah. When you saw her all grubby and stuff like that. But um, before that, uh, it was okay. Choking her... the guy out on the floor didn't really no. bother you. Stabbing well, dad and saying, shh, that didn't yeah. really bother you. No, no, that part I thought was, it was starting to get creepy at that yeah. point. You know, I, I hate to even say this because I am from the South, but her accent kind of didn't it's cut overplayed. it for me. 
Yeah, it's overplay. It, it, it didn't play scary to me. Hmm. It was trying. They were trying to be diabolical in yeah. the ways that she talked and so forth. But yeah, I think she, you know. I think we've had this discussion before that the um, with the amount of British actors we've got, it's actually perfect for them to be in a show in the South because yeah. uh, that's the accent that the Brits can do the best is the Southern accent. Mm-hmm. It's the easiest mm-hmm. one to do the draw and so forth. Um, but yeah, sometimes but hers they overplay. Was a little it. over the top. Yeah, yeah. So, what did you yeah, think of so the that, episode, Scott? Um, I really liked it. Um, it, it was uh, it was very entertaining. I think um, my my favorite part of the whole episode. I love the flashbacks just because I love to get back to the beginning of things, um, see how it started breaking down in the beginning. Um, but that wasn't my favorite part of the episode. My favorite part of the episode was Daryl. Hmm. I, mean, okay. I thought Daryl was fantastic in this episode. I mean, I I love the talking Daryl. Me I mean, too. He, he his character in this episode shows so much depth. I yes. mean, even the way he handled her with when he was trying to break out whether her father was a good guy or a bad guy, with that scene with the switch and so forth, and he's talking about you know, hey, you talk about your dad's being terrible and all this stuff and else, but then you mention about him singing you to calm you down, and he says that seemed like it was the only sincere part of the story. He said because mm-hmm. most of the time those guys want to keep you scared. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just that kind of insight on his part that was in there and the way he handled Henry. I mean, I I just thought it was one of the best Daryl episodes I've seen in a long time. Mm -hmm. And this season, thank God they're letting him talk. I mean, hell, he even said, um, what did he say? Um, I think Henry was saying something like, only you can convince her not to be scared. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. And he he didn't answer with the usual. No, he said, no. We can do that. Yeah. Not just me. No, not just me. And, we, you know, I was just like, well, you know, that's the most words they ever give Daryl the last two or three years until this season. That right there was actually one of my favorite scenes of the entire show. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So my big take on this episode, really love the, the Daryl's uh, stepping up and becoming a really deep. I can see Daryl now. I can now finally see a possibility of Daryl evolving into a leader. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm starting to see a little. He still needs to take a damn bath. Um, <laughs> they do. Yeah, he's he's, he's been in the hilltop filthy. long enough to take a bath. I'm sorry. You know, uh, but um, I really love the development of the character this year. And his father figure interaction with uh, Henry has been fantastic. I, and the writing, I think, was really I mean, again, he didn't talk a ton in this, but the way he played out the writing and how the plan made sense. And even though you didn't know exactly what was going on, you knew that um, after Daryl told him, no, we need to do this. And Henry went down. You knew that was part of Daryl's plan. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. You knew that, that when he released the girl and they went outside, Daryl was probably watching the entire time. So yeah, Yeah, they show him watching him. Yeah. So it played out really well. And, and uh, the fact that he was, you know, creating he was he was kind of the puppet master for this whole thing to try and you know, get the, the information out of her right but also give her confidence in you know their new society because she mm-hmm. was kind of feeling comfortable out. enough to really open up with him and, and work yeah. her through her delusion but you know Stu, i think if you went back and looked at the amount of dialogue he had in this 
This is probably the most dialogue he's had in, in an episode in years. A couple of years. Yeah, but that's I not mean, very hard. To do it right. <laughs> to do it right, it is. Yeah, but, I mean, but, well, I'm just, you know. I'm just saying, yeah. This well, is comparison to Daryl yeah, that I mean, we've seen. You no. know, going back to what you said just a second ago there, Scott, um, I still I still don't see him as leader material yet. I see him as going back to season one, Daryl where he's a trusted confidant who has input into what's going on. I thought, wasn't he pretty, he was pretty much not a confidant in season one. It was season two or whatever, right? Wasn't he a little bit like, like wanting to okay, kill so end of, most... end of season one, season two. Yeah. Okay. But even though in the beginning of season one, he wasn't like all in yet, but they still, they still trusted his opinion and they still, um, he still offered his opinion, frankly, and tried to help. And I think that's what he's doing now. I feel like that's what he's getting back to. I feel like he's trying to, he's understanding that he does need society. He does need people, which we saw when um, Carol found him in the woods with the dog. Um, and I think that he's, I think that he wants to be with people now. Like he's, he's making that choice finally to be with people and not be out in the world. By himself. I was just going to say, I do disagree with you on the early Daryl, only because I, I always, I, my impression of Daryl early on is that everybody was scared of him, that mm. that he was around there because no one wanted to confront him on stuff, uh, he and he and his brother. Um, but well, he was but, he was always second to his brother though. His brother was yeah. the one that was the leader. right, but they were still scared of him. They thought yeah. he was a bit of a loose cannon. Um, yeah. they didn't know which way he was going to blow off. Um, so, he was, a mount, he but, was like a mountain child. Yeah. But to, <laughs> was, but to your point, Kim, but to your point, you're right. I mean, I'm not saying I see him as a leader, but I'm starting to see some things which would convince me that he could be a leader. Mm -hmm. Um, before this episode, there was no way in hell I thought of him as a leader. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No way in hell. Cause you know, we had a discussion when we talked about, well, who's going to replace Rick, you mm -hmm. know? Who's going to be the next leader? And when when, when Daryl's name came up, we're all like, yeah, no, no, no. This series can't revolve around Daryl as a leader. Well, he's never going to give that big, like, halftime speech. No. no. Like Rick no. or, you know, or uh, Negan could give, you know? Right. Um, but he could lead by example. That's why I think yeah. Negan eventually will become the he's, Rick. They're still going to use him to rally people together. I think Negan, Negan is in that sweet spot right now <laughs> where... He has, ch just like Daryl, he has chosen to go back to Alexandria. People are going to be like, why the hell did you get out of prison? And we don't trust you and all that stuff. And then shit's going to hit the fan and he's going to step up to the plate and do what's right. And then they're going to be like, oh, okay. Maybe you have changed in the past six years that you've been locked up in this prison. I, <laughs> I just I can't don't wait see them selling that one. Yeah, I, I can't wait till he shows up at one of their meetings or something like that with half his face painted blue. <laughs> exactly like what's his face from the movie what what movie am i thinking braveheart about? braveheart, braveheart. Yes. <laughs> yes. good old what's his face that's right <laughs> what's, what's his, his half what's his, what's half his face, face from the scottish movie yeah that's right. <laughs> i couldn't even get that out i was that that movie you know that movie <laughs> <laughs> all right that was a weird reference i'm sorry um <laughs> Well, anyways, I like the episode. Mm -hmm. Good, good. What did you? What I mean? 
Okay, what was well, your let's best? Move on. Thanks, Kim. You're welcome. <laughs> Kim, Kim has given us the hook. Well, at least she's, to move at least to the she's next. concise. <laughs> I think. I think you know what? We may be lucky with Kim's hits and misses tonight. They might be rather short. <laughs> hey, getting back to Daryl though. Okay, so now, 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 how about you saw the shirt finally? I still don't see what you're seeing. He's got a shirt. shirt. One sleeve comes down just like above (laughs) the muscle here. The other one's all the way down. He's just got it rolled up. So he's got one sleeve. totally did not see that. I saw the missing angel wing off the back. Yes. I even texted you when he was standing there with his half sleeve on one side. I know you did, and I still didn't see it. You said you did. No, I didn't. Uh, Do I have to have Kim sing the Let It Go song to you, Scott? Let it go. (laughs) Let it go. We're going to go to the film now. <laughs> See, there she is. She was agreeing to it. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think of the show? I-, I thought it was amazing, and I love the flashbacks. I'm going to just But back to everything. Negan. Shut Let's the fuck up. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> I thought it was better than last week's episode, and the flashbacks is what did it for me and Daryl. And I just I Daryl like, always does it for Darryl you. Daryl always does it. His mama I am. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm like, why are you missing your wing, Daryl? What yeah, happened? Look at that muscles on that one missing <laughs> that one sleeve. arm. <laughs> it was just weird that he's just missing one wing. It's like the fallen angel. Mm. Is mm. there symbolism there? He lost Rick. Rick was <gasps> his other wing. His brother in arms. Yeah. That's why he's wearing one sleeve he was, down. He was the wind beneath his wings. <gasps> oh my god! Wing, wing. Oh. So hey, let me ask you. I, I think I caught it right. So the the flashbacks took place in Baltimore. Yeah, I believe that's what right? the radio person said. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. And it was twenty three days in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so let's just put the timeline together. Fear the Walking Dead happened like day of. Skipped at nine days. Nine days, it skipped like a week or two. That would have put them at the 20-ish day mark. Mm -hmm. So about the same time that they were in the the fear fear compound Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that they were put in was when this was going on out there. Right. So yeah, the whole flashback is her. She's starting out. The dad is the mean one. And the mom's the one singing to her, comforting her. And then it evolves into... And the uh, dad was already, then, he was already losing it. Yes. Yeah. And the telling thing to me, when you found out like that, the, uh, what the actual story was, what she, she actually knew it happened versus what her mom had told her was when it went from the dad cutting the beard off and saying, uh, the, you know, now it's my world. I'm going to mm-hmm. live it the way I want to until mom cuts her hair off. And then says the exact same thing. That was kind of the big clue to me. It actually happened a little bit earlier than that. I know it did, but that was the one that kind of stood out to me originally. Well, when she like, kills oh. the guy, right? When she chokes the guy to death, that's kind of a... You see she's crazy. Yeah, but, but he's also... he's The father is is in fear of her at that point, too. Yeah. In that flashback. I think we all, we all knew that she was already probably not going to be the nicest woman. So when she killed the guy, I was like, eh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. Right. But I didn't think the dad was going to turn out to be like the nice guy, right? Yeah, because he's he ends up start comforting comforting her 
after uh, that the mom did that. Like, don't worry yeah. about it and sing it was the song. A, it was and... a slow, confusing uh, transition. Yeah. That, that she You felt through. it was, you, did you feel it was confusing? Yeah, but I think out? it was meant to be a little bit confusing because mm-hmm. it was confusing for her. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, that's true. you know, that's it's true. not even, it wasn't even just the beard. I mean, the beard went from short to long to short again. You know, all her perceptions of things were, were going through some kind of a transformation. And so, yeah, I think that was the idea was to confuse the watcher a little bit, too. And, and it obviously worked. Mm-hmm. I mean, because a lot of people were totally stumped even after the show was over. They didn't catch that. Right. They thought that the... That they made mistakes. They thought they made mistakes with editing. Yeah. But that wasn't the case at all. I mean, there was a point before they show the scenes where Dad is is um, clipping his uh, beard. <clears throat> She's telling the story to Daryl, and she says something about, he said, and then she stops herself, and she said, she said, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's when it clicked in her mind that maybe I'm remembering things wrong. Yeah, and Or then at she least said everything it. she said would get discombobulated. I mean, yeah, we're talking about the transformation of a uh, traumatized mind. Yep. Right. Totally and, brainwashed. Yeah. Um, but, but I, I mean, like, I'm curious to know, like, was that, obviously that was the case before the apocalypse ever happened, right? Like her mom was the aggressor, but it was only when the apocalypse happened, when she's in that basement with all those people that her mom's true self really came out because she's like, World's over. Doing yep. it the way I want to do it now. Yeah. And that's when exactly. she shaves her head. And it was, you know, and it was definitely the time before they even knew that the dead rose. I mean, because yeah. they had no idea that the dead guy in there with them was going to rise. Which, okay, can I point out how long it took for him to change over? Well, you know, we've talked about this. At, you know, at varying times through the years on this show, it's taken everything from two seconds to two days. I mean, look mm-hmm. how long Carl hung on. Uh so I guess it, you know, there's a precedent set that it varies. So, yeah. you know, it, it just took longer for this guy. I, I'm okay accepting that, to tell you the truth. But I guess. What <laughs> always seemed like in the beginning shows that it did, it took, it did take longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe it just is a lot quicker. I think it depends on the circumstances. You know, I think it's in the show, if you've, if the scene works better by having a really quick transformation, then bam, we got a quick transformation. But if the scene doesn't necessarily have to, then, then it's a little bit longer. Hmm. I will say that it did add like the creepy factor Mm -hmm. when she gets up. First of all, when he, when I I don't remember which parent it was pulled the curtain back and she, you just see him laying there and Lydia's as a child, like laying down. Um, I think it was the, the dad because the dad the jumps dad out there and right. he gets bit in the neck. Well, no, that's this is like before she goes to bed that night, right? Yeah. And he just yeah. like and the, remember the that him getting bit in but, the neck was just a figment of her imagination, right? But then she goes, she, she gets up stabby. in the middle of the night. Let me finish. Stabby stab. And she goes to the body and pulls the blanket yeah. off. Right. Nothing. Like you expect his eyes to be open or something. For him to be reanimated at at that point, but there's nothing, so it's kind of like in your mind you're questioning like what's Kim, going you, on. Kim, you know, to to add on to that, I got to tell you, for a minute there, when he did finally rose, rise, I went, oh yeah, yeah, this is Walking Dead. 
I completely <laughs> forgot about the fact that these guys die and rise. Yeah. Oh God! I was yeah, just dealing with what's going on in the. About... In, yeah, I'm, I was de- I was dealing with the trauma, the trauma of the kid, and all the crap that was going on in that bunker. I wasn't even thinking about the dead. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so yeah, I did catch myself there for a second. I was like, oh shit, that's right. This is Walking Dead. Well, the mom had been talking about getting him out of there just simply for the fact that he was going to start stinking. Yeah. Right. And that was it. So yeah, they really had no clue that. It was a danger to have him in with them at that yeah. point. So, like, what the hell are they worried about from the outside? I mean, they really had no idea how people were turning at all at this point. No, because it was no, so no, new. No, it just, I mean, you could hear outside. It was just chaos out there. Yeah. Oh, and they also had the guy that freaked out. Yes. Understandable. killed. Yes. That we talked about before. But, yeah, I mean, the guy was flipping out, trying to rip the... That would have been me. Yeah. That's the guy that turned into the zombie. Right. Yeah. Yes, yes. So um, I think the I think the actress who played the the daughter did a good job. The young one or the older one? The older one, I think she. I did think a they good both job. did a pretty good job. But yeah, those scenes between Lydia and Daryl, when Daryl is questioning her the whole time, and stupid ass Henry, God bless yeah, his dumbest soul. Dumbest character ever. Dumbest character. How did how did ever. Carol how did Carol raise such a dumbass dumbass i mean it, in the art of survival i mean he's not a he's a trusting and no, loving he's stupid he's so you don't give away strategic stuff about your place yeah, yeah. you don't yeah take so you're talking about a bad when, guy on a tour of the camp i'm so gonna this is say right before daryl comes and rips him out of there because he's yeah. telling her telling her about the kingdom I'm well even say later that's on all yeah, he's walking around the of... compound he goes there's the hospital Mm-hmm. Oh, you have a doctor? Oh, and, and know, Dr. You know. Enid, she's the best. Yeah, and there's our yeah. gun cache. Yeah, um, right. I think that it, that's all Here's attributed to King Ezekiel me? because Ezekiel is too trusting mm-hmm. and a softy, I think. So I'm just going to say that that maybe Carol backed off from her weapons training and all of that because she was tired of doing it and tired of what it would lead to because we saw with Henry's older brother... That, you know, even though she, she, <laughs> I just think it's so silly. Uh, the the way know. she was teaching his older brother, I mean, like, he still got killed. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, we're, I think maybe we're just looking into it too much. And the character is just, it was convenient to have someone that no. still has the innocence of this right. is a great place and everybody's happy. I just why think are they, you, I think they why can't you the accept that on him a little bit. Yeah, they did. They he did. really made him look dumb. But hey, I tell you what, do you, did you I love the fact that we found out why Carol's hair was short all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a really cool story. And it's what we expected. But yeah, I'm glad to finally get that done. Well, we saw her cut it off at the beginning. Uh, no, well, we saw that she had it cut off. But we didn't see her cut it. Cut she it. was short-haired at the camp in yeah. season one. In the one. very, very, very beginning? Yep. I thought yep. she cut it off at the very, very no. beginning. No. Uh-uh. Uh, she was uh-uh. already, she was already, she was even shorter than, that was the shortest she yeah, had. she it. was buzz cut at the yeah. camp. Oh, I thought she did it at the camp. For no. some reason, I, I remembered that she had cut it. And I don't know. I, for some reason, I thought that was another thing that old, her whole happy husband got mad about. No, no. I don't know okay. if I don't know if he made a comment about it in the beginning. I don't remember, but I know she was already like that when they yeah. when Rick came across no, the camp. I, I mean, I, I I don't actually remember her ever remember her seeing her with long hair, but for some reason I remember 
there being something about her cutting it off at the beginning. You were drinking at the time, weren't you? Uh, no, I don't do that very often. <clears throat> that okay. was sleep deprivation because you had triplet babies. Uh, it could, yeah, probably. Yeah, oh man, how many uh, years ago? No, yeah, so that, that was like, this came out right when we had our triplets. That's when uh, yeah, uh, Walking that's right. Dead happened, A month later. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's right. When I cut my hair, it used to be really long. <laughs> because I would slam you up against the door? Yeah, Kim was always slamming me against the wall. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> She was angry back then. Not to make light of spousal abuse, Kim. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> Kim's thinking, I had reason, buddy. But uh, but um, on that same note, I was kind of trying to figure out, was there some sort of connection between you're seeing that this woman cuts her hair off for control yeah. and and uh, Carol had cut her hair off hmm. as kind of a, you know, a way to control her own situation. Like, because yeah. this woman says... You know, it's her world now, so that's uh-huh. why she cut her hair. That's an interesting observation. Yeah. Well, I don't I'm know sure. if it really has any meaning, but it no, was brought I think up it probably in the same does episode. Have some meaning. So. I think, Stu, it probably does have some meaning because it it also played into Henry's story and the relevance of the story being there. Yeah. It's possible you draw that conclusion. Um, but anyway, that's interesting. Hmm. Um, I got a question. How many times are people going to run off into the woods to all of a sudden go, oh, shit, what are we doing out here? This is a bad idea. <laughs> I couldn't believe they left the other two out there, honestly. Just, that was an even worse idea. Yes. Especially when one of them is deaf. But I just was shocked. that uh, Twice in the show, they go running off into the woods to do something, and they, and they get out there and go, we need to go back. <laughs> well, I think the shocking comment was, let's come back out here when we have a plan. It's right, like, why didn't right. you do that before you went out there? Yeah. Well, they just ran out. I mean, they just... I mean, I, they had all day to plan. It was in the daytime when they said they were going to go out. She said, okay, we, we leave it d- at dark. Okay, you've got at least an hour to put something together. <laughs> like, where are we going? Figure it out. And then you get out there and you're like, oh, I don't know what we're doing out here. And then you have the two, um, the two women that could probably defend them the most decide, we're going back and we're going to leave you two out, out here. <laughs> I agree. I thought that was a little a little silly. Um I, I can I you know, with as hard as they're fighting to get get back to um uh, Luke, um I couldn't quite fathom why they would split up. You know? That didn't quite ring true. But of course even... the people the people that are watching him are the guards <laughs> from the hilltop. Then that because they show the perspective of someone watching him through the bushes. Oh, you know what? I didn't think about that. You're probably right. Oh, I thought that was a whisper. I did yeah. too, but they didn't really show. But them. it turns out that they were actually being watched by the guards. So yeah, because the guards end up walking them back, which seemed way too convenient. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, they're okay. Never mind. Let's yeah. move yeah, on. Yeah, but that was during the daylight. Right. Don't you think the whispers were out there, surrounding the camp, trying they to figure might out have what been, was going on? But, but the guards were out there too. So. Well, when they were going into the box that had the wood on top yeah the guard looks like he's looking right at them right and they're all like oh he's not looking so they get in the box like you're an idiot because he's totally looking at you <laughs> well when i, I agree because i saw that and i was thinking to myself at the time oh he must have his back to them no that he was looking out but no they, they evidently saw him is that just like a firewood pass through like why is that like it's a, a, it's a it's an escape hatch it's a hidden tunnel okay yeah yeah, they've, they've escaped through that a couple like of times. That. Yeah, they oh. have. But 
when they were out there and decided to have the whole conversation about the fact that they left their last post at their last place mm-hmm. and then everybody ended up killed because they after they left, do you remember this conversation? Mm-hmm. There was the coal something or other. What was it called? Coalville. No, Coalport. Coalport. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You Let's know, just do it again. History repeats itself. Hey, hey, Kim. I just, it's just on to me. The the wood pile escape hatch, that was in Alexandria, not in Hilltop. No. Yeah, that's how they escaped out of Alexandria when uh, when Negan and the people came in there and so forth, right? No, yeah. they went down into the sewer pipe. But still, yeah, they did. They went in the but, manhole cover. Yeah. Yeah, right. But there was a time when one of them, went, one of the groups, went in there to invade. What was the one in there that just started murdering people? Oh, the wolves. Yeah, the wolves. They went out through that when the wolves came. That was it in no. Alexandria. No, no. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. No, I don't know about. It, it seems like a Negatory. handy thing to have at a place, though. Yeah. No, somebody else went through it at Hilltop, but I can't remember who it was at the moment. Well, I know the kids did. The kids did to get out of the out of the fence, but. Oh, well, anyway, doesn't matter. It's not important. On that note, I think probably we should go ahead and take a break. Is that good with you guys? Yeah. Yes. We'll be back in a minute. Lydia, oh, Lydia, say, have you met Lydia? Lydia, the tattooed lady. She has eyes that folks adore so, and a torso even more so. Lydia, oh, Lydia, that encyclopedia. Oh, Lydia, the queen of tattoo. On her back is the Battle of Waterloo. Beside it, the wreck of the Hesperus, too. And proudly above waves the red, white, and blue. You can learn a lot from Lydia. Hey, everybody, we're back. Um, I think we're going to jump right into our hits and misses for tonight. Uh, Kim, you want to take us out of the shed? Okay. You, you want to take us out in the shed and beat us? With your, Get with your, your hits? Your birch switch. Beat ready. the sauerkraut out of us. <laughs> All right, Kim. All right. Swing away. All right. So, my hit is the flashbacks, of course. Because, one, we've never really seen anybody go that far back in the apocalypse's beginnings in The Walking Dead. We have in right. Fear, but not in this show. I think it was really cool story-wise, the way that they showed the evolution and the transformation of Lydia's story about mm-hmm. who was actually the aggressor in her life versus who was the nurturer and how um, the whispers pretty much came about and how she got to where she was at, where which is in the jail of Hilltop. So I love the flashbacks. I think they lent a lot to the whole story. So hit, definitely. Stu? Uh, My hit was the ending Mm -hmm. and Alpha's character, really. Ah, Uh, When she makes her appearance at the end there and she's kind of walking up through the gang of of walkers, whispers, whispers, and and just says, I am Alpha. (laughs) The power walking whispers. Yes, the power walking whispers. <laughs> I was gonna say, she's she's like the next Negan with the like the swinging hips, mm. yeah, and like the walk, the sashay. The but she buckle. didn't care. She had the mask off, oh, and she's like, buckle, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was like 
I'm here for my daughter. Give her up. That's it. Do you think she's putting like, like dirt under her eyes to make her look darker when she yeah. puts the mask on? Absolutely, because it's around yeah. her mouth and all too. So yeah, I don't think so. Okay. And let me ask you this: Now that Alpha has come for Lydia, do you think Lydia will go with them? Well, I think that's the whole quandary of the next episode. Is we get to that's the big dilemma. That was the interesting thing that she did. She kind of gave up about her mom and the group was that once they lose somebody, they don't come back for her, right? Yeah. Or come back so, for them. So that draw that makes you, th- you 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 can draw two conclusions on that. Number one, this is a rarity that they're coming back for her. Mm-hmm. Or number two, she was lying about that. But why would she lie about that? Or I mean, she also, is her daughter. Well, the other thing is that, yeah, that she is more important to her than, than Lydia even thinks. Right, yeah. right, yeah. right. But that's what I mean. I mean, this is an anomaly. This doesn't usually happen. Yep. But also, I'm just wondering maybe if it was just a little bit, she still has a little bit of bullshit going on. Well... Well, she, I yeah. mean, that was, the reason she said, go lock me up now, was because she was uncomfortable with her own actions. Right. You know, so yeah. I think they're, After they're hearing still, the baby cry. Yeah, she's still on the line. Yeah. As far as, like, you know, what what's reality and what's Or not. maybe maybe she was trying to protect the whispers by telling them not to, you know, that they don't need to venture out looking for them and yep. stuff like that. They're just going to move on. Well, I, I think from the, the preview from the next show uh, i think alpha said you came in our territory and killed our people right so there was a vengeance thing that was going on there that um didn't seem to be part of of something that lydia thought would happen right but her proclamation though really was we don't we're not here for anything with you people just my daughter just my daughter so i don't know but which which people is she talking about like walkers or real people because they lydia even said we protect the people we protect them yeah, but people. I think they were talking about that the only business they have with the with the people at Hilltop was getting their daughter back. But, you know, who knows? I mean, I, I'm not so sure that she wasn't just lying about it for some reason either. And I think the so this, the dilemma for the next episode is now here's Daryl who's reached some kind of a, a, a understanding with this girl, when Henry, and um, but... But the Whispers want her back to get back Luke and Alden. Poor forgotten Alden. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> so the dilemma is, no, they now they don't want to give the girl back, but they have to give her back if they want to get those two guys back. Right. So it's going to be, uh, it's going to be an interesting yep. uh, see, way to see them work this out. I hope they don't end up getting somebody killed. Oh, I think they will. Well, that's, just... <laughs> that's a given. Scott. Yeah. Come on. I... When Lydia was out with Henry at night and they were doing their little walkabout, which was just silly, um, I think the reason she wanted to go back in, yeah, she didn't trust herself, but also I think she was having a little bit of a panic attack. Like, she didn't know this stuff existed. Her mom's told her all these years that civilization is not even possible anymore. And here they have a garden and a doctor, and now there's a baby's cry. So she didn't know how to handle it. She not... didn't know how to handle it. Right. Yeah. And I yeah. think also the fact she was she was looking at herself about to bash in Henry's head with a yeah. hammer. Mm-hmm. And she, she was just like, whoa, wait a minute. What am I doing here? But can you imagine, like, growing up that way, being told one thing, mm-hmm. and o- and you only want 
The only thing you want is safety and security and a place to lay down at night where you know that you can actually sleep and not have to worry about what's going on around you. And here she's been told all these years that that does not exist. And now she's found it. It's like an oasis out in the middle of a desert. Sounds like how we grew up. It actually kind of sounds like how we grew up, Scott. Yes. An oasis in the desert. No, an, an alternate reality to what we actually thought was going on when we were growing yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. We are a little disturbed in our memories. Yeah. So, mm. anyway. What still, was your well, hit, Scott? Still a little uncomfortable with myself. Um, my hit was, was definitely uh, Daryl. Daryl, okay. throughout the episode, was a big hit. I'm so happy to have his character be somebody I want to like again. and Me And not, not just look like a, you know, a grunting clown the whole time. I might even watch Ride with with Norman Reedus now. You're obsessed <laughs> you mean, with that show. You might even. Might I know even. you've been watching it like over and over again. Let's do this. <clears throat> you know what I really missed? What's that? Seeing more about Negan in this mm. episode. Really? Mm-hmm. Is that no, your not miss? at all. Oh. Not at all. Being sarcastic. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll see him soon. I'm 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 curious as to how, like Kim was saying, I'm curious to see what. Alexandria's reaction to Negan coming back is going to be like. You have so much other shit going on right now. You don't need to be dealing with Negan. Hey, Let Negan now. go. I mean, yeah. Okay, he's back in his I cage. Mean, I mean, think about this, though. Lydia's in wonder, her cage. Negan's no, in his no, no. cage. What's going to happen with the whispers that makes it escalate to the point where Negan does have to get involved and Alexandria has to get involved? Obviously, it's got to be over Lydia. Lydia doesn't go back, and they're pissed. I guess. We'll find out. You need more fighters. All right. So my miss is more of a character flaw, not a problem with the writing or anything like that. And that is just Henry being a stupid ass and giving up all the information and being like... to be a stupid ass. And being like, like, why doesn't your mom love you? Why wouldn't you be important to her? You know that scene down Mm -hmm. in the basement. Like, you're... So sheltered that you just have no idea. Like, do you want this egg? Do you need a knife to cut it open? (laughs) Do you need my wrist to practice on? Hey, look at that hook. Why don't you grab that hook to open your egg? Exactly. You want a gun to do that real quick? What are you, MacGyver? (laughs) Yeah, he made some very bad choices. Yeah. All right, Stu, what was your miss? Uh, My miss was the fact that Connie got caught out there in the cornfield. Hmm. Yeah, she could have made a run for it. It wasn't yeah, like they well, were going she was after her. Right behind them, and all of a sudden she's stuck, and she she's in the cornfield by herself. It's like, well, with, run with her sister. There's like <clears throat> things happening. Like, wake up. Well, yeah. they were. Uh, yeah, I agree. like. I, okay, I, I, they could have run for the gate. <laughs> I understand okay. someone's gonna be like, well, she didn't hear what was going on. She's she would know what's going on. By she saw the what was going on. She saw yes. them on the other side of the corn coming through. Yes. Which I didn't see those guys. Um, I saw the ones on... The Power Walkers? The Power Walkers, but I didn't see another group going on the other side of the corn, did you? Mm-mm. No, I did nope. not, no. Yeah, there were people that actually, yeah, through the scenes, you see people had actually gone, walked through the corn. Yeah, or were on the... Right, she that's for next week. You're yes, not supposed we to know that yet. Anyways, what? it seemed ridiculous to me that she got caught in that. It was like, roll, run, we'll yeah. go. Yeah. So Move it. I didn't know why she was hanging back so far anyway, if the guards no. were bringing them back. And we don't need yet another person kidnapped. Mm. We already got two people that are, you know, 
I think we'll just see her struggle for her life. And then we can move on. All right. My miss is, while I did like the flashbacks and so forth, um, and I gained appreciation for it after I saw the episodes, I found the confusion of the flashbacks to actually be kind of annoying as I was watching it. Really? Yeah. See, I didn't find it confusing at all. I had a hard time with... Well, for instance, I had a hard time identifying which one was the father at different times. Because even when you got down to the end of it, when the whole place was falling apart... Well, the father, you know... You know, they show at one point the father being attacked by the walker. And then you right. get to the final they thing where everything's it. going crazy. And some other guy is getting attacked by the walker. But I thought that was yes. the father. And I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, his beard's gone now. You know, and yeah. I... Yeah, like, yeah. It just got... It just... I mean, I appreciated for what they were trying to do um, at the end, okay? I, I realized what they were doing and I appreciated that. I just kind of got annoyed with it while I was watching it, to mm-hmm. tell you the truth. Um, but... That's really about the only real criticism. It sounds like you were not the only one. Yeah. It sounds like a lot of people were like confused by what well, what the hell is going on here, and they oh it looks like they made a bunch of mistakes, and so. Uh, but... I, it wasn't so much I was confused; it was more just I was kind of annoyed with trying to have to try to figure Keep it out with trying to think. Yeah, exactly. I don't need to think. Yeah, yeah. I'm you an American. See, you should yeah. see Scott go to the gas station and try and figure <laughs> out like which type of gas he's putting in the car. Does this go in the tire? <laughs> he goes inside. He's like, how do I pay? What? Uh, someone needs to help me. Someone needs to come to the pump. What pump do are I you on? This? I don't know. That one. I think it was all those years of sniffing glue, Scott, actually. I think I picked the wrong day to stop sniff- sniffing glue. That's right. Sniffling. All right. Snuffler. Kim, we got any uh, re-listener feedback? We do. Courtney Hahn said, Really like this slower episode. Getting to see Alpha through Lydia was very interesting since we never got much backstory from the comics. Also, Alpha is so creepy and I can't wait for next week. Agreed. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Ryan the Lion at Hercules Handy said, It was good. Really loved the ending, but also loved hearing about the backstory of Alpha and Lydia. Yeah. David Valentin said... This show is at Z Nation level. No. The Whisperers walk around with a baby? Come on. Let's end this series on a high note. Rage watching. Did the Whisperers walk around with a baby? I don't know if they do. I don't know if they do. He said, um, killing Rick and Carl was a mistake. No, that was not a mistake. That was fantastic story writing. (laughs) And I don't remember a baby. What show were you watching, David? (laughs) I don't remember that. I don't think that. Yeah, I don't think the Whispers did have a baby. I mean, the baby. She that saw he made... the baby that was in the in the hilltop. But yes. I don't think she. And there was a baby in the bunker. Throughout yeah. the flashback. I think he. But... I think he is explaining the rage watching with that he's mad that Rick and Carl were killed. Okay. In general. Okay. And so he's just kind of pissed off, but he's still well, watching. That's right, Dave. Just All keep right. on watching. Maybe you'll. Uh, maybe they'll bring Rick back. Who knows. And yeah, maybe I, baby is a snack for the walkers. I can't really make any comparison to Z Nation because I never really watched it. Because no, I, I thought Z it, Nation is like way down here at the bottom. Walking Dead is like way up here at the top. He did make the case there are a lot of people that love that show. 
Mm-hmm. Z Nation show. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Is but true. it was on for five seasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it had to have some. They're, they've also made what eight uh, shark tomatoes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. There's same reason. crowd. Okay. Same crowd. Yep. Exactly. All right. Joe Johnson <laughs> said. Okay, so I have to say it. Are Daryl and Negan the only two manly men left on the show? I would love to hear you guys and gals. Thank you, Joe. Opinions on that. Anyways, loving the season and the new villains are dope. The backstory to Alpha is amazing. They don't go that deep in the comic books. True. Um, the only two manly men left on the show? Hmm. Maybe almost the only two men left on the show. Um, I think Alden could be manly. Yeah, no, he, might no. not be, he might not be no, left on the show. he's a softy guy. <laughs> he might not be left. <laughs> There's some guys in the background that are pretty manly. Jerry! Jerry's manly. <laughs> yeah, Jerry. That guy that's always with uh, with Michonne, but we don't know who he is from Alexandria. Oh, right. You know, yeah. Michonne's pretty manly. This is true. This is true. Tara can be. Yeah, Tara exactly. Well, you know, it is amazing to think how many people have been killed off in the past year. Yeah, they've they've axed a bunch of characters. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, I, you could say that for both of their shows. Yeah. Fear they axe the shitload of characters too. Cleaning <laughs> hey, house. What's up with this? Um, Cindy Fletcher Gamble said, "What a snoozer! <laughs> it was very disappointing considering the season we've had so far. But I'm hoping for a Carol Alpha showdown. I agree Ooh, with me her on too. That. Ooh, that'll um, be a good one. I think that would be a very interesting and a good change from the male on male violence where we've got we've become accustomed to. Um, one more thing, I find it hard to believe that Carol would have raised such a naive child with with seemingly no common sense but i guess that's teenage boys for you <laughs> agrees with us. that's very good that's you know i mean this this episode was really um you know fleshing out kind of the background of the whispers themselves right. uh but really a build-up for what's happening in the next episode so yeah. the next episode is definitely going to be a pretty big well this was this punch. this whole thing was to to bring us to alpha yeah to teach us who alpha is Oh, I want to see Beta. Oh my God. Well, I'm sure that will happen. I mean, eventually. well, Beta was—he's he's he was pretty in the manly. Pre- he was in the previews. He was. <clears throat> All right, he's scary, we, huh? Let's just let's just wait, okay? He's pretty awesome. All right, Mark Lavarnway said, "Okay, so Mark is not—I guess he's going out of town or something." So he he prefaced this by saying that he would not be able to watch the show or watch or listen to our podcast. So he had three questions that he presented to each of us. He said, Scott, we know you teach. I peg you for advanced mathematics. <laughs> but you could also be an expert in ancient history or argumentative philosophy. <laughs> what is it? Yes. Definitely argumentative philosophy. <laughs> it's just yes. In all seriousness, I teach multidisciplines. <laughs> I teach math, reading, science, <clears throat> social studies, all those things. At the college level. At the college level. Yes. Because I'm brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Wait, can we laugh about that longer? <laughs> I know I'm laughing inside. <laughs> All right. Kim, if the ZA happened today, would you be a runner or a fighter? A Rick or a Shane or a Herschel or perhaps a Carol? Okay, so I'm going to be totally honest. Is and that say... all one question? Yeah. Okay. I 
<laughs> I would start out being a runner because I'd be like, what the fuck is happening right now? And I would pee myself and have a total panic attack and flip out. If I survived longer than a couple of weeks, then I would turn into a fighter and I would be more like a Herschel because I like to work things out and not assume the worst about people. All right, Stuart, same question to you. A runner, a runner. or a fighter? Oh, I'd be a runner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but would you be a runner that ha- that's <laughs> redeems himself later? <laughs> oh, possibly. Gotcha. Yeah, possibly. I'd probably be like Glenn. Hmm. Kind of on my own for a little bit until I found somebody and was useful to somebody. What about smart me? Ass. I definitely would not be a leader. <laughs> like, would you stay with me? Huh? huh? I'm, ass- I'm assuming well, you're already on, dead. Kim, you didn't say anything about you're staying with him. You're assuming that I'll be dead? Yeah, I mean, you're already dead. No, I didn't. <laughs> because you're worried about Because I know it. he'll die soon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> nah, I can run. Okay. We're runners. <laughs> He's a what black belt and run foo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I I I would last thirty minutes. I I'd be yeah. like, where's my Netflix? And then I'd be eating. You'd so. be peeing yourself in the corner. <laughs> exactly. I would be. Tra- I would not. I would, I would try not want to, to. I'd try my argumentative philosophy on some people, and it wouldn't work. <laughs> yes. I would. I would not want to run into Negan, uh, into Alpha, or into Rick. And yeah, def- yeah, exactly. Maybe yeah. not even Tara. No. <laughs> Tara would totally intimidate me. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, Tara, whatever you say. And then I'd be I'd like, be like, fucking I'd be bitch like, behind hey, her this, back. This Terminex place is kind of cool. It smells good. They <laughs> uh, got good food here. Mm-hmm. Terminex. Terminex. They kill roaches there. <laughs> All right. And then his third question is, Stuart, what is your opinion on the designated hitter and Pete Rose in or out? And I'm just going to preface this by saying no. Pete Rose in. Yep. You're totally not, in. That wasn't a question he was for Robbed. you, Kimmy. Is your, totally is your name Stuart? All right, go ahead. Uh, you, say? you know, on the designated hitter, I think um, you have different things for both leagues. I think I actually enjoy the fact that you have the NL and the AL so you can actually see the differences. NL is... Definitely more of a pitcher's league. Yeah, it's, it's run-producing league, uh, not a yeah. swing-for-the-fences league. But AL, yes. AL. we all know it's common. Well, we'll see. I, 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 But I enjoy the fact that there are the differences between the two leagues <laughs> and the difference of, of opinions. Um, yes, AL, you're going to have, you got like the home run hitters like crazy. Yeah. So, um, Pete Rose, in or out? I think Pete Rose in. Really? Yeah, I yeah. do. I do. Do you know how many people have have gambled since then and have it doesn't not? Doesn't matter. They weren't managing a baseball team. Whatever, man. No. Whatever. No. There's a precedent set. You gamble on no. a game, you go bye bye. No. And I think best hitter part, in all part of baseball. Of, so part Joe of me Jackson. is that I was young, or actually maybe not even born when that. When did he get actually busted? You were for born. Seven. Oh. Uh, 80s. It was 80s. 80, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I was born in 77. And so I, I don't really know the um, how bad it was with Pete Rose. Um, it was pretty bad. <laughs> but as, from a stats leader, uh-huh. yeah, I think he should be. In, and he yeah. was, he was you, an incredible baseball player. How about Barry Bonds? All-time home run hitter. Does he, does he deserve to be in there? Yeah, but that's different. No, no, no. I, I'm asking you. You don't say he should well, be in there because he's the all-time hits leader. It's 
But he used, like, altering drugs for his body. I understand that. I understand it, but they're both so I'm gonna say not no. in there. They're both not in there. And yeah, uh, so but Barry Bonds, a, a, no. a little bit different in the fact that, yes, Pete Rose was a manager when he was doing this, but he was not a player when he was doing it. Right. And his stats that would have put him in the Hall of Fame were from when well, he, was he was a, a player. player. Right. So um, you I got to realize something, too. Nobody, oh, you have to realize something, nobody too. Nobody likes Pete Rose. Nobody does. Are Pete you Rose kidding asshole. me? Are you kidding me? All right. I, oh, stop. My God. This was a really? question for me. Really? You go to Cincinnati and see if anybody likes Pete Rose. The majority of people have a, a bad outlook on Pete Rose. But you also have to remember Pete Rose is from Cincinnati, where the gambling culture is extremely huge. Yes, without and it. so when you kind of are in that bubble, it doesn't seem quite as much of a problem. <clears throat> it is a problem. That's not to take away from that. But that it's a huge part of Cincinnati. Right, but it's also a huge in part Chicago of baseball and... culture to come down heavily on gambling. Yes. That is why is. there's no baseball team in Las Vegas. There won't mm-hmm, be a right. baseball team in Las Vegas because that is the number one taboo thing. You know, a lot of people nowadays think it's uh, steroids. No, the number one taboo thing in baseball is betting on baseball. Okay. Okay, fine. I can see where you're coming from, that they could influence the game. But, like Stuart was saying... All of his awesomeness happened as a player. Mm-hmm. The betting happened as a manager. Yeah. Remember but, one but thing. But I, I mean, the argument can be made that he was, he's still involved in MLB yes. when, he's, when he's a manager, and that's where he screwed up. And that's bad. That is extremely bad, and I can, I can see and him Kim, being made an people, example of, for that. The other but, thing people don't realize about the Baseball Hall of Fame it's not always about statistics in the Baseball Hall of Fame. It is in the Football Hall of Fame. It is in the Basketball Hall of Fame. In the Baseball Hall of Fame, it says in their charter, you're elected in the Baseball Hall of Fame because of how you represent baseball. But do you understand how many people are actually betting in baseball? Like On, the, on their own teams? Players? Oh, I'm sure. I'm no. sure there's a lot more people than you think. No. I'm I think sure that it is so. it has so been so cracked <laughs> down on, I don't see that. But you, I mean, but you go back to like Babe Ruth's time. Sure, those guys were most definitely betting on stuff. Right. But mm-hmm. that was th- that was like forever back before. in time, and I, everybody I was betting feeling, at that time. I have a and, feeling that people did not have very high um, regard for Babe Ruth either. Right, but there was also eight men that were kicked out of baseball. Yes, for, they influence were. a game yep. for the World Series. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Yep. All I'm saying is go to Cincinnati. Field of dreams, buddy. And survey anybody on the streets, and they'll say Pete Rose should be in baseball. And That's why we don't care what's happening in Cincinnati. I am from Cincinnati. I know you are. I care about what happens in Cincinnati. But it doesn't influence the Baseball Hall of Fame. (laughs) Try me. That's why they say what happens in Cincinnati stays in Cincinnati unless you've eaten at Skyline and you're flying somewhere. Oh, and then it goes and everywhere. Then everybody in the airplane knows. Yes. <laughs> hey, Best listen, I, I'm definitely open to change my opinion if Pete Rose pays me. If he pays you, yes. that's never yeah. going to happen. No, it's never going to happen. You have to pay him. Yes. But I did not pay him. I don't think there's any argument that I think Pete Rose is a shitbag. <laughs> he is a shitbag. <laughs> ah. That so was on the question that, there. On that note... <laughs> Man, Mark opened up a can of worms. Yes, Good job, did. Mark. You knew you knew the buttons to push, buddy. Exactly. 
Um, next week on The Walking Dead Season 9, Episode 11, Bounty. Uh, the savage group led by Alpha confronts Hilltop in a harrowing attempt to retrieve her daughter. A supply run for the kingdom turns into a dangerous quest. Dun, 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 dun. So we finally get to see another group. Yeah. That'll be good. Yeah. We'll see the kingdom actually do something. So let me get, let me ask you this just real quick, just about the kingdom, to, just to bring everybody back to where they are. Are, are the kingdom, are they like in a food shortage problem? or something i mean i know they're trying to get that fair going right mm-hmm. um it, it, it seems like, like they're, they're more, everything shortage yeah probably. i mean it sounds like they're more desperate than the other communities yeah because um that was the whole reason henry went to the hilltop was to learn carpentry skills right and they are sort of nails and oh, like all and, that stuff yeah and did wasn't there a point where the garden died it had weevils or something in the gar- garden i can remember I thought uh, that was uh, the sanctuary. No, 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 no. I think it was. Ha- it happened at, at the, the kingdom. Yeah, it did. And we we were actually. Uh, they showed the scenes of them throwing was... the old plants into the wheelbarrow or whatever. Yeah, we were speculating mm-hmm. someone had actually sabotaged right. their yeah, gardens yeah. or something. Exactly. Like that. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, I forgot about it. But of course, that's right. six years ago. So right. you yes. would think they would have resolved that by now. Hopefully. Well, but, you know, Jerry eats a lot. Go to your Home Depot and get some soil. Get some soil, people. Yeah. Your next big box store. They've got plenty of stuff. Yeah. But it was yeah. kind of interesting when um, Negan went back to uh, the sanctuary and he was like pulling the dirt out of the pots. And yeah. it actually looked like good dirt. Dirt. Yeah, nice soil. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, it was potting soil. He's like, yep. crappy soil. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff, man. Bag yeah, it. it's like, dude, you could, yeah. Bag it up. All right. If you'd like to write to us, you can reach us at fearmepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at fearmepodcast and on Facebook at facebook.com slash fearmepodcast. Thanks for listening, everyone. Good night. Good night, everybody. <laughs>